There you go. <laughs> Kevin Harlow. Kayvon oh, Harlow. Balling out you know, ever I, since Pajemski's balling yeah. out for the Warriors. Come on. Kevin Herter's balling out ever since his Jack Harlow <laughs> song came out. Correlation. No, ever since his Jack Harlow song. They've been acting different. They've been acting different. They've been acting brand new. Yep. Have you seen the TikTok with the dude doing the cute the Rubik's Cube? That's As where it all started. Jack Harlow dropping some new heat. Kayvon Herter. You know, we were talking with our guy Frankie Corticelli and and Brandon Nunez, and we were joking saying, hey. In the in the in the post game press conference, yeah. we asked Kevin, "Did you hear the new Did Jack? You hear that new Jack is that is that what's Clearly going on here? The Jack got you feeling, feeling some type of way. Man, it is a banger. Different. Unfortunately, <laughs> it is a banger, and we will all be tired of it in probably about two to three weeks. I'm so super late on uh, on that new Jack. I had not heard that song before. I had no idea that he was sampling uh, that he was sampling Drake these days. It's like always like, a sample. These come days. on, but that's like that's not even an old song. That new Jack is going to be hitting. And Crazy. I was I told my buddy and I said, hey, I think this might be your anthem coming up. And he coaches <laughs> baseball and he said he coaches high school and he said, I'm I'm sure I'm going to hear it. Yeah. I'm sure I said, <laughs> I'm, I'm, it's going to be sure. a couple kids walk up. Oh song. yeah, it's going to be For a couple sure. kids walk up songs, but they better be balling out like Kayvon. <laughs> Herder is as we do a 10 game check in yep. here, 12 o'clock, halfway through the show. Yep. See Carmichael Dave in the booth. We are refreshing oh, our yeah, studio with wow. new jerseys. That's wow. right. Brand new. Coming brand in. new. New jerseys. Oh, he's coming like the in. Nets. Okay. Oh, wow. This is what an exclusive. Wait, what a treat for the here YouTube we go. peeps. Every color, too. This is a reveal. Okay. Oh, we're doing a live okay, let's reveal. Do wow. We got the- Fox? We got the wow. number five fox. That's the, right. That's right. fresh. The new whites. Okay, crispy. That is, that is crispy. Crispy whites. Yes. Wow. Shout out. Uh, shout out Willie Cauley Stein with the crispy the, whites. Uh, Sabonis. 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 Yes. To the radio listeners, we have a white deer and fox jersey. We're adding to the studio a black Sabonis jersey. We're adding yes. to the studio. That's excellent hosting for the uh, for the ones radio not watching one. yes. YouTube. Yes. There you right go. There. We got a Murray. Okay. Wow. No, that's that's the one. That that's is, the one I right feel there. Like that is the one. The blue that Murray is the one is right nice. there. The, you have the new City Edition. Oh, Murray. And we got oh, diversity wow. too. We got Malik. We got we got four different wow. players, four different jerseys. So we have those. So we can take down Bagley. Yeah. <laughs> Bagley squared. Yeah, Bagley twice. Squared. Rashawn. Yeah. I guess the. Uh, I'm looking at that A's. Yeah, that A's one's. I think it's got to stay. I'm actually. What do we do? Yeah, are we upset? Like, do we? Is that? I feel like that's burnable. Like we. (laughs) I I feel like I I agree with you. I feel like we keep it. You have to keep. You kind of keep. Got to put it in the rafters. Yeah, Yeah. like like like. Do you know how long? How long is eleven forty or was eleven forty the A's affiliate? Like five years. Was it really? Okay, it felt it felt longer. Maybe it was. I mean, it probably felt longer to. Yeah. Some people. Well, yeah, you had to talk with. With some of those, I had to have Dave Cavalon all the time. I, I didn't want to say his name, but uh, um, yeah. I, you think I can? Can can I leave these in here? Yes. Yeah, it's going to be dangerous. No, I'm not you might want to put guys. it in the pantry. Yeah. What about the afternoon guys? Oh Paul. yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't have it. Put a sign on it, maybe. Yeah. No touchy. I'll put no, them up after the show. No free. Well, I was thinking about that too, and I'll get out of your hair. But I don't know who's in charge of hanging them. I don't know how to do that. Mm. I think I can do it. You are think you so? Yeah, I think so. I'm pretty sure I put frame. these ones. Yeah, up. yeah. yeah. That frame frames. needs to go, but uh, yeah. the A's frame needs well, to go. I feel like the, the, these frames. 
are the ones we use. I, just, I don't know how to do that. I don't know. Do we have an arts and crafts per? I don't even. What's that department? It's. I think it's literally just putting it on a hanger. Engineering okay. side. Yeah. I think I can do it. Okay. Everything going good on this. You guys are always on my show. Everything going good on your yeah, show. Yeah, it's, it's nice going good. This is a yeah. Yeah. Thank interesting you. little crosstalk. Appreciate here. that. Right. And now yeah. we have the 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 Thanksgiving potluck. So you're gonna go have some good food. Huh? This is this is in over 20 years at the station. This is the first one of these I've ever been to because I wow. do mornings and I'm right. just like yeah. eh, I want to go to bed. So. Um, do you want me to bring anything up? No, we're about to head. We're going to sneak soon. down there. Are you? Yeah. Want me to make you a plate? You wouldn't want that. Probably yeah, not. I mean, yeah. Can you imagine if I made that. you guys a plate, like thinking like, oh, what is he like? What is he like? I wonder yeah, how wrong or right I would be. Yeah. I think that would be a slippery slope. Oh, well. you know what? Because <laughs> if my plate looks different exactly. than other plates. Exactly. All right, good to see you guys. <laughs> Carmichael Day, everybody. I love to see him squirm like that. I love that. Wow, I love that. We'll see you later, Dave. We'll we'll That's see incredible. you later. Oh, man. That is great stuff. That's fantastic. A I'm glad too I'm... much mac and cheese. I'm yeah. like, <laughs> a little Wait, bit too much. You know, some collard greens. Right? Like, oh, yeah. well, Wait, what? I don't even like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stay away. Yeah, Stay just far just away. Just Where were we? I'm Thank glad you, that we Dave. got New Jersey's in here, though. We were well overdue. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, I think it looks fine. I think it looks fine eh, on the, on, on the YouTube, look, you but know? I think it's just the Bagley's got to go. Bagley has to Enjoy go. Enjoy your Kids. time. Yeah. yeah. Right go ahead. <laughs> Come on. Out. You ain't going to have to fight. I claim Halliburton. Halliburton's mine. Get in line, buddy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Good try, though, Kyle. Yeah. Good try, though. That's not happening. As we... Get to our Kings 10-game check-in. And we look at their record the last five games, 4-1. and one. They have won four straight points per game. Chris, 10th in the NBA. Come Offensive on. rating, 16th, like we talked about. Moved up because of, I think, all those steals last night from 16th <laughs> yesterday to 13th today. And you have picked your most important king and best moment. Yeah, I mean, it's tough. To, you, you correctly pointed out when we did this first uh, five-game check-in that De'Aaron Fox is more than likely going to be the most important king every time. And you could definitely argue in this five-game stretch where I believe he didn't play in two of them, mm-hmm. uh, maybe, yeah, two, one or two of them, you could argue that, again, we learned that De'Aaron Fox is still the most important king even when he's not out there, maybe right. even especially when he's right. not out there. But Got to, got to give some credit to where credit is due. And uh, our guy Kevin Herter, these last three games specifically, has mm-hmm. been out of his mind. It's crazy. And so I think, you know, part of De'Aaron being out was that it was affecting Kevin's shooting and the reliance on Kevin hitting shots. Um, and now that he is hitting shots, the Kings look like a completely different team. They look much tougher as an opponent to walk into. Uh, and so I got to give my most important king over these last five games to Kevin Herter because we see when Kevin Herter's hitting his shots, how much better this Kings team looks. And, of course, honorable mention to De'Aaron Fox. Yeah, and we do our dog segment, but I think that I think that's a really good question. And if you want to be a part of the conversation, 916-339-1140, how are you feeling about the Kings with this 10-game check-in and as well – who has your most important king been so far? Which is a these tough, last five games. These last five games, which is also tough because you can always say De'Aaron. Yeah. You could also always say Sabonis, For right? Sure. So maybe outside of those two guys, who is your most important king? I think Herter is a great a great pick. It's either Herter or or Keegan. Right. Yeah. Because right? defensively, right. Defensively, so I, I I'm not gonna fight you on Herter. 
Keegan, what he's been able to do defensively, I think has just opened eyes, right? And opened eyes to what his ceiling could be. And I joked a little bit because I know you, you said that Austin Reeves, his struggles aren't really the yeah, Lakers' fault. Yeah, I really fault. dumb for that. No, no, no. Not dumb, but, but you know, just I, I, it right. was more about my take yesterday was more about Keegan just putting the world on notice. For sure. And then he has a game like this where he actually doesn't shoot very well, and the ESPN postgame is still talking about how important he is to this Kings team. So mm-hmm. he is starting to get that notoriety not that he necessarily wants it or anything like that but I do think it's important and I do think it's important because I I want the Kings to be talked about more because I want them to play in as many high state games as possible so they are prepared for the playoffs right these teams that kind of float under the radar don't get a lot of national games and then all of a sudden boom playoffs everybody's watching you go 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 sometimes you can be a bit wide-eyed and I don't think the Kings were last last season at all Mm-mm. but I think it might have been a little bit of it right yeah. I think I think oh we're playing the Warriors this is the first time and it and up 2-0 up 2-0 right everyone's seeing how far can this people were talking sweep for a second some people some of course people. of course not me uh, I there's I no there's no wished. way I ever said that, that no I know you wish something right? like that would have happened but now you use this as a learning experience sure. and you move forward and you feel like okay we've been through a a, a battle right and look This is the story that gets told so often in the NBA in terms of these teams that couldn't get over the hump. They had to beat a certain team, LeBron and the Celtics and the Bulls and the whoever it was and the Warriors and Lob City, right? And now the Kings kind of, it's only been one series, but even the regular season games as well, the Kings and the Warriors. Now the Warriors, it's not just the Kings. Everybody is trying to kind of come up. The Nuggets, sure, obviously they're the defending Western Conference champions, but just in terms of that bugaboo for you for that team specifically. Yeah. So I, I do think that the Kings have now went through this. They are now starting to get used to like, what is it, two more national games this week? Uh, they got they have Wemby. San Antonio on Friday. Uh I think they I don't think they have national TV again until uh until next week as well. But uh yeah, I mean even even I mean last night was national having back to back national games. I can't even remotely remember the last time that happened. Right, right. And on top of that, the question becomes, when every single game during this win streak, the question becomes, was that the most impressive win? Mm -hmm. We asked that when they beat the Thunder. We asked that when they beat the Cavs. Now we find ourselves asking the same question, beating the Lakers. Are Are you calling this now the most impressive game that the Kings have played? I still feel like the Cleveland one felt a little bit more impressive, just how well they executed and how well they shot the ball. I mean, there were almost 60-50 splits from right. the field and from three. Um, but yesterday was nice. It was different because, it. I mean, I think Cleveland was also a wire-to-wire, but uh, how well they came out to start that game, I think, was the best that I've seen uh, them, them play for an individual quarter. I think uh, our guy Hunter Patterson tweeted out yesterday after the first quarter that their two highest scoring quarters of the season have both came against the Lakers. So that's something I love to see. Uh, the fact that they're they're taking teams like the Lakers incredibly seriously and understand 
we can we can imprint ourselves onto these guys. Like they they, they don't know how to handle our style of play. And mm-hmm. uh, I think yesterday was impressive for different reasons than Cleveland. I would still say Cleveland for me is is uh, the best that this team has looked all year, though. Yeah, I mean that was just that was ridiculous. I mean it's I ridiculous. Mean, Herder and Murray combining for right. 11 threes, right? This last Four game. guys with 20 points. Right, like, right. That know. is the most impressive. They almost yeah. had three guys with 30, though. That's insane. Yesterday, they almost – Kevin, what, 28, Fox 28, Sabonis yeah. 29. I I don't know when the last time that's happened in NBA history. Yeah, and I guess impressive, yes. The question would be when teams get on a heater like that, it's like impressive versus – realistic sure if that makes if it's sense. just like oh they all went off on one night right. is now, that repeatable this, right now this yeah. laker game felt like a very repeatable game again if you take away some of Kayvon herder's points and sure. give some to keegan exactly Murray. so yeah. you know either way all all impressive victories the kings are rolling right now and hopefully they continue tomorrow against wemby i hope Wemby because you know obviously wemby can dribble he's on the outside he's not necessarily kevin durant yeah. he's even bigger than that but wemby you better eat your Wheaties. Yeah. Because Sabonis Zab- be is coming, and he will cave your chest in if you <laughs> are not ready, and you're going to look up, and he's going to have a double-double. Yeah. All right? So, and it's been, and Greg Popovich, we'll get into that even more tomorrow, but Greg Popovich has been saying, right now we're just letting letting the kids play, yep. right? We will rein it in at some point, but not now. Got to get to a break. When we get back, the question is, does every team need a quote-unquote big three, or can it be fluid? Styles and Watkins, Sackdown Sports. Malik with a rebound, long lead pass to Sabonis. He's under the basket, shovels the key on Ellis' right corner, swings it out to Herter. Red Velvet for three. He adds three more to the tally, and the Kings are up 20 at 37-17. to 17. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports, taking up to 2 p.m. We've been talking A's, even had Carmichael Dave come in for a segment. It's been a quite the show. Quite the show. Now at 115, Ben Ross will be joining us, Bay Area broadcaster and journalist. He covered the A's for NBC Sports Bay Area and now covers some of their games for AP. So we will be talking to him at 115 to talk all things A's, and he will have some things to say. You're not going to want to miss that, and you're also not going to want to miss this. I think the last couple days we've been doing it at 1 o'clock, but you got to stay on your P's and Q's. Now, Chris, I let you pick Yep. A number. I picked the first one. Simone, it's your turn. One pair of tickets to see Sammy Hagar at Toyota Amphitheater, August 16th, 2024. Live Nation has teamed up with Sacktown Sports for your chance to see Sammy Hagar and friends at Toyota Amphitheater, August 16th. For more information, visit SacktownSports.com. Simone, what number do they have to be? Lucky number four, please. Lucky number four. Call in right now, 916-339-1140 for your chance to see Sammy Hagar at Toyota Amphitheater August 16th, 2024. Be the fourth caller. Call in right now. Now. Right now. Right now. All right. And Simone said number four, mm-hmm. not the number three. Mm-hmm. And we are going to discuss the big three. Mm. And the Kings' lack of a big three, whether it's a problem, whether it's not a problem, and do we think they need a solidified big three? Mm-hmm. Because we keep hearing... We keep hearing Keegan Murray, Keegan Murray, Keegan Murray mm-hmm. as the third option. Then you see Kevin Herter do his thing. And we had the conversation about Keegan Murray being asked to do so much more. 
right? So much more defensively. Kevin Herter, he's had to guard guys and mm-hmm. one of the best defenders of Steph Curry. So don't yeah. don't get it twisted. But Keegan Murray's been asked to do a lot, and he's only in his second year. Do the Kings need a official third option, or can it just be? We just need somebody to yeah. be a third score on that night. Yeah, I like the way the Kings are currently constructed with essentially like you laid out there. It feels like that that third star, the third option, is incredibly fluid any given night, and I think that helps keep other teams on their toes a little bit. I think the biggest problem, especially in today's era with with big threes, if you look at Phoenix or just look at the big threes throughout the years that, that have actually worked, mm-hmm. Somebody's got to sacrifice something. Like you, you really can't have three bona fide stars. Like even the Warriors when they had Durant and Steph and Clay. You look at Clay's numbers; they they went down. They he were had decent. to take. Yeah, he had to take a step back. He was yeah. still Clay Thompson, and he was still on any given night able to give you number one level production or number two level production. But he had to take an ultimate step back. So I don't think in today's NBA. I don't really think you can have a true big three where it's three amazing guys and then Mario Chalmers and Joel Anthony as your other two guys. I think you have to have a really well-constructed team, and that's what I like most about what the Kings do right now. Now, can your third star or somebody else on your team, can you improve talent-wise? Like we've talked about in the past, it feels like you know an HB improvement at that spot for a guy like OG and Anubi, just something like that is still a massive improvement that I think the Kings can make. But I still like the fact that there is no solidified, look, James Harden has to get 20 shots tonight. It can be Kevin's night. We saw it's been Kevin's night the last three games. It could be a Keegan night. We'll all welcome an HB night. Okay. Like, I I love the the fact Malik Monk as well. Like, maybe Sasha eventually has himself a night or two. I like how the Kings are constructed because it keeps teams on their toes and you can't lock into any one specific thing. It keeps everybody engaged as well. Mm-hmm. A really big thing when you have big threes is there's only one basketball and you know a lot of the times it doesn't end up being the the end all be all, but it it really it's hard to keep those fourth and fifth and sixth guys engaged when you know, 80% of the touches are going to three guys. So I love the system that the Kings run now. Again, we talked about it earlier, but they really do play like a like a team, like a unit, mm-hmm. and that's rare in today's NBA, and I think that's where they have a really big advantage every single night is they have guys who, you know, Chris Duarte hasn't had a 30-minute night yet. He can maybe have a game where he's capable of stepping in and, and scoring and you won't have to sacrifice anything else from anyone. It'll just be Chris Duarte. It's your turn tonight, and, yeah. and so I, I just I really like how this current team is currently constructed, and I don't think they need to bring in a third massive name. Now, can again, can they improve one of the, you know, Harrison Barnes or Kevin Herter spot if that's where they want to? Sure, but I don't think they need to bring in somebody who's necessarily to the caliber of De'Aaron or of Domas in order to kind of make another step. Yeah, the question is, and and we know the name that continues to get brought up. The question is, if you look at the rest of the starting lineup, the question is, can Harrison Barnes be your guy and win a championship? Can Harrison Barnes, because right now, right, because on the text line, we were doing our dogs of the game. They said, hey, Harrison scored over 10. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. right? Harrison scored over 10. And we can subtract what we should do, honestly. is sub- <laughs> It's not fair. What we should do is subtract the Jazz game. Because right now, it, yes. <laughs> it doesn't feel like this. If I were to ask you blindly, uh-huh. and I kind of just gave you a hint here, and you can hop on on the chat and the text line as well. If I were to ask you, and don't don't cheat here, if I were to ask you blindly, what Harrison, how many points Harrison Barnes is averaging a game? Mm-hmm. What would you say? I would say probably around twelve, but that's only because of the thirty point game. Right. That's exactly right. Is it, is it at 12? Is that where he's at? It's 11, 11.4. 11.4. Let me look. I was going to look up. If you take out the first game of the season. Please do. Um, how many points per game is Harrison Barnes averaging? Okay, of course. Basketball reference wants to act up. Now, that. is it unfair? Because he did do that, right? So, it is part of who he is. But sure. You're not, but if it's the outlier, right, you know. You're not getting 11 points from Harrison every night. Yeah. That's the problem. Definitely, yeah. So... Pike nine one six says six points. Right again, if you subtract, if you subtract that first game, well, I'm always putting Chris under under the heat to well, do some. Well, I should sit- be able to do this, but as if we don't have breaks. Is just as if we don't have breaks, right I'm now. just asking Chris to do this stuff. I got it. But that is, but yeah, that's the question because honestly, if you're asking Harrison to average, if he actually was averaging eleven points a game, mm-hmm. I think you could win a championship with that. Yeah, I think that's that's around where you would want him. Right, exactly. You're getting a lot. I mean, I'm looking. Here we go. Thank you, Basketball Reference, for working. Uh, If you take out that first game of the season, nine games, Harrison's averaging 30 minutes per game, shooting 43%, 34% from three. He's averaging nine points per game on 2.8 rebounds and 1.2 assists. That's what you're getting out uh, out of your fifth option right now. And that's not good. I mean, that's that's not – that's not ideal. I mean, Harrison, especially like the efficiency. My thing is, if you're not going to be that heavily involved, you can at least, you know, when you do pick and choose your spots, hit them. Like hit yeah. at forty three percent and and thirty four percent outside of that opening night where he was five of seven from three, eleven of sixteen from the field. You just you kind of need to uh, you just need to be better than that. I mean, yeah. there's not really any other way of putting it. You need to be more efficient. You need to. You need to make your spots. Like you said, we can take – it's it's even about how he goes about it. If you can just get one stretch of play in the third quarter where Harrison scores six in a row or gets to the line two, on two different occasions yeah. or something, that's impacting the game. That's showing us, oh, yeah, he's out there. Again, like you're 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 putting yourself in a in a moment where you're directly putting your 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 stamp on the game. It's just too many times you don't feel that stamp. It's like, where has Harrison been? Oh, my gosh, he just hit a corner three. I completely forgot. He, I didn't even realize he was yeah. out there until then. So it's it's just about being – making your presence known more. And it's it's so strange because he just – he has a way of floating. Like, even Kessler Edwards is somebody who I talk about. Just in terms of when he's out there, I notice his defense. I'm like, mm-hmm. man, that dude's really—he's just active. He's—he's he's jumping around everywhere. Mm-hmm. He's in the defenders or he's in the the offensive player's face. You don't even get those moments from from HB. And trust me, I'm looking. I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to be proving myself wrong. But it's just too many times I, I watch the game and there's not much impact. And even from the free throw line, where I would say Harrison in the past has made his biggest imprint, where. You know, the Kings will slide a little bit, miss four or five shots. He's the best at just slowing things down, 
getting to the line or getting a quick bucket, a slump breaker. And we haven't even seen that this year. Again, if you take out the 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 Utah game where he had six, he was six of six from the line, he's getting to the line. 1.9 times per game in the last nine games. That's not even that's not even close to enough. And by the way, he's knocking down 70% of those free throws. Yeah, it's so. not going to work. Got to yeah. get to a break. When we get back, we have an update finally on Trey Lyles, Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. Lift to Sabonis, just inside the arc. Hands to Fox. Fox drives left, swings to Herter. Up fake for three. Drives, kicks to Fox. He is open for the triple. He's got another one. The unselfish play of Kevin Herter finding Fox to knock down his second triple, and it's now 63-47. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports, taking up to 2 p.m. Nice conversation about the big three and having a big three, which led to a big four and even a big five. When we hear from our texters right here, 916-339-1140, is 9 to 10 points a game from a fifth option okay? Maybe the issue is you're not getting enough from the third and fourth options. If, no, definitely. If Barnes is the fifth option, or should Barnes be better than fifth? Right. I mean, they all won. those I mean, they all won. of those things I would say yes. <laughs> yes, they won. The problem is the problem is you don't know that you're not going to get 28 consistency points and reliability. From, yes. Well, you're not going to get 28 yeah. points from Kevin Herter every game. Of course, right? Yes, so course. the question, and it's it's hard to ask that question on a day like today where everybody balled out last night exactly. or the, the yeah. team balled out enough. The question is, if you don't have 28 points from De'Aaron and you don't have 28 point or 29 points right. from Sabonis and 28 points from Herter, are you are you are you in a tough spot, or mm-hmm. can you still win that basketball yeah. game? Kevin Herter's averaging 25 points per game these last three games. That's not, that's just not sustainable. When that no. falls to 16 or 8, whatever it is, when it falls, mm-hmm. who's going to pick up the slack is is not even slack, just who's going to who's going to continue that firepower is more where we're getting at. Exactly. So, good question. And yeah, fifth option scoring 10 points in a vacuum sounds great, but yeah. reality is, it doesn't really even out quite like that we do have an update on trey lyles and this came yesterday Mm -hmm. before the game from sean cunningham trey lyles cleared to resume basketball activities after undergoing a reevaluation on his left calf strain he is working through the reconditioning process and his return to play will be based on his progression so (laughs) it's an update that's not really an update, but nope. it's more than nothing. It's going to be like, did Is peer it? pressure work a little bit? A little bit. Are we little sure bit. that that update's better than nothing? I think I'm going to say that. I think I'm going to say that the Kings, as the flagship, of course, listens course. to this station. They better. And they came. They came correct. Yeah. And right after Brendan Nunez came yeah. on this show, mm-hmm. had some things to say. You yourself. Thank Chris you, Brendan. Watkins, by the way, for for handling that well yes i, I kind of yes. put him under the fire a little you bit did there. unfairly you did. With but, the, uh, yeah you yeah. asked an additional question i, had I said, at least ah. i i told him i was going to do it beforehand but yes. uh, yeah i definitely put brendan in a precarious situation yeah so both of you you know handled it well but had some things to say and next thing you know we get an update now we still not have no clue when he's coming a back. Status report, but well, at least we have a better. I, we know not to get our hopes up, right? When you're waiting for something in the mail, I, I don't know. Should we get our hopes up? Is that a positive? Is update? It, this is my problem. No, with I'm saying even we don't update. know. We don't know. <laughs> no, I'm saying. So is it an update at all? I'm saying this update helps you not get your hopes up. But should, oddly like, enough, I mean. We don't know we don't because know. I really like I read that and I say okay. Well, we talked to Brendan yesterday. He said 
Trey looked like he was he was really working up a sweat. So, mm-hmm. I mean, clearly, if we're talking about just injury management, mm-hmm. seems to me like he's really close. Right. But if it's, I mean, if there's no update of oh he'll be questionable for Friday, like we we, we just we don't have any any indication timeline wise yeah. of when it's going to be. So, whatever it's be- I guess it is slightly better than nothing. But I just even this got got my blood boiling a little. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, it really I know. ultimately doesn't matter. It's a really small thing, but it's just it's it's something. Is there any world where Trey Lyles returning as we mess around with the trade generator and he hasn't even mm-hmm. got to play this season? But is there any world? Don't you dare yeah. tra- trade my guy Trey. No, I'm asking a question. <laughs> uh, why do I always say that? Why do you why, always why, say why, that, man? I'm glad that you're hearing it. Very you know? triggering. You know? <laughs> no, I'm just saying if you have a team. Rolling like this, right? Okay. okay, it's the same thing you think when, you know, I my old job, you go on paternity leave. Sure. Right? You go on paternity leave and the team balls out right. without you. <laughs> it's like, wow, actually why our, produ- paying, why our production rate. Why actually are we paying Allen, right? It's, it's this weird thing where you, you're you not going to hope the team struggles, but if, hey, we actually... We actually are making more money yeah. than when we were, when we were, you know, when you were working. So yeah. we won't be needing your services anymore. So, I, I, is there a is there a yeah. bit of that, or is it he can only at, you're at least going to see him? Yes, yes, but definitely. I, you're at least going to see him. But let's say this team is rolling, the Kings mm-hmm. are, and you know, and I don't know if Trey Lyles and Harrison are an exact comp. I don't think they are. But mm-hmm. in the conversation of Harrison, you need to do a little bit more in positionless basketball. We can figure some things out. We if we're if we're going to be able to have somebody that's going to produce more than you, we know Coach Mike Brown is not is not afraid of that. So I'm just playing with different ideas here yeah. the same way you see the Kings winning without Davion. Right. What's the difference between asking about moving off Davion because the Kings are winning without him and asking about moving off Trey because the Kings are winning without him? Because we've the seen Davion, and I can tell you with my <laughs> eyes from what I've seen this year – why it's not going to work or why there's some troubling signs. I think with Trey, from what we saw last year, I think it's more just it's a level of excitement because we know that Trey can bring even more perimeter shooting. He brings a a small ball five option, and he can rebound well enough to where you're not really being hurt by having him out there. I just think it's additive, and I think it's going to be something that is is actually – we we kind of don't understand how much we missed a guy like Trey Lyles until we get him out there. Right, you come back from maternity or paternity leave, yeah. and hey, we we were doing all right, but you're you're actually yeah. adding to. We forgot how much we yes. needed you. Yeah. That's the other side yeah. of it. We didn't we didn't know that you did all that. So we didn't know you're the one who always is restocking right. the, the cabinets exactly. and stuff like that. Exactly. We had no idea and until you weren't here anymore. Exactly. I'm just saying there are a couple ways to look at it, and and you know if you're gonna have the conversation, look, and the Kings are. Rolling I started. Right now. You don't know about the tray bays, okay? I started the tray bays. All right. Yeah, yes. yeah. I bet you have okay. seen it. Okay. Hey, 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 we run strong. Back. We let run me, strong. Let me fall okay. back here. Styles and Watkins got to get to a break. When we get back, if you thought my last question was spicy, <laughs> the next subject. My goodness. And it has to deal with somebody out in Indiana. Oh, no. No, no. You, you brought this, this is my, on This is yourself. actually my fault. You brought Ladies this and gentlemen, this is actually I have me. nothing to say about this one, but we want to hear from you. Willie, we see you. Hang around. We got a quick break, so we'll be right Back to you, Willie. Hang around, and we see you on the text line as well. I will read them all off in the YouTube chat. Of course, Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports, taking you up to 2 p.m. 
Starting, I know it's not a Wasabi Wednesday. It's a Throwback Thursday, mm -hmm. right? I hope you listen to some throwback tunes during our breaks. <laughs> yeah. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. Taking up to 2 p.m. All right. 916-339-1140. We threw around our... I, I shouldn't say we. We were just talking trades a little bit and the Trey Lyles update. Hey, the Kings look pretty good without him. Is, is there a thought there? And Chris said, hey... We got to at least see the Kings with Trey, and I agree with that. Let's go to Willie or Will, who's been waiting during the break. And when we make promises, we keep them. What's up, Will? What you got for us here on That's Styles right. and Watkins? That's right, man, because I'll come over to your office, man, if you may mess with me, you know what I'm saying? No, no don't do all that. We don't, don't want those do problems. We don't good. want those We're problems. <laughs> hey, Watkins, hey, man, remember last week we could have – you know, when the Kings was getting smacked by the Rockets, man, and we was all pissed off, you know. <laughs> and, you know, we wasn't, saying, we wasn't saying that Brown had to change the whole lineup, but we would make suggestions, you know, and say, man, he needs to, you know, you know, shake up, make people upset that they want to play. And, 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 man, Draper wanted to fight everybody, <laughs> man. He, he, wanted, <laughs> he wanted to fight you guys. Oh. He wanted to fight us. And we nobody was saying, well, who are you going to replace him with? Who you gonna? All we were saying – was look, you remember Popovich back in the day, right? Yep. I don't care. I don't care if you're the starting five. You go out there, really messing around and and pissing around. Popovich just sit the whole damn first team. Yep. You yep. know for until they get their stuff together. And, and, and you see how it's working? It's working that you know he he's putting Keon in there. I mean Keon ain't doing. I mean he's not doing a whole lot, but but at least I mean you got guys on the team, Kessler and all those kind of guys. You got to get if, if your starters ain't doing nothing, you got to shake them up. They don't want to be sitting on the bench. And I got to say something about HB, man. What what is wrong with HB? HB had one rebound, one rebound. You look, you that's unacceptable. Yep. He had one rebound last night. I mean, yeah, that, that's I'm I'm right there with you, Willie. I, I completely agree. I think that's that's the one thing that's most disappointing. I mean, Coach Brown talked about it a lot with a lot of different people. He talked about it with Kevin last year. He talked about it with Keegan a lot. If you're not hitting shots, which, you know, HB a lot of the time isn't going to take more than six or seven shots, you better be impacting the game somewhere, whether that be rebounding, whether it be defense, whether it be hustle or something like that. You need to be sure that you're putting – something out there on the floor, something out there on tape mm -hmm. that says you need to be playing more. And, uh, you know, I kind of do think that HB's getting uh, – he does do a lot of the dirty work. But <clears throat> I will say just the Kings don't really have anyone anywhere else to go yeah. from HB. It and doesn't I think show that's, up in the box score. Yeah, Is that what you're saying? I, I, some, some of the HB stuff yeah. doesn't. But that's where, again – It'd be really nice to have a guy like Trey Lyles because that's at least another body that you can throw out there for HB. So we're not going to play how many minutes the HB played no, tonight. No, no, no. But he played 38 minutes yesterday. That's too much for, again, 38 minutes in one rebound is disgusting. Yeah. And that's where Mike needs to look or needs to have someone else on the bench to look at. And frankly, I mean, the forward position is just the Kings' weakest position. They have the 6'8s, they have Keegan and, and HB. But with Trey Lyles not being able to go, if he's going to throw another long rangey guy out there, it's going to be Sasha. And Sasha is not to the athletic or the foot speed level mm -hmm. of Keegan and, and, uh, and, and HB. So it's not really the same as just plug in playing. So yeah, I think, I think that's another place where it'd be nice to have Trey Lyles. Cause it's just another option to kind of cut HB's minutes a little. If he's somebody who 
Mike Brown feels like also needs to get some some benching to prove a point like Willie's overall point was. Yeah, there. great call, Willie. Always a friend of the show. Nine one six on the text line, and this is before Willie's call. You make some fair points, but not loving the Barnes hate. We're only ten games into the season. No one has been consistent yet besides De'Aaron. That's a positive way to look at it. But sure. But again, like even though, you know, no one else has been consistent, it's just not the the peaks and the valleys aren't right. as drastic as what it is with, with, with HB. It's like, can you, okay, yeah, you get 33, but can your off night, can that be, no pun intended, can that be a 10? Can that right. be a 12? Can that be a 15, 16 point game? Why does it have to be 33 points or six? But this is what, I, we could take the points out of it. Yeah. Because we can take the points out of it because Kevin Herter had at one point was guarding Steph. I think the first time they played when they played at Golden One. Keegan Murray has had to guard Steph. These guys, Kevin Herter, when he was during his slump, he was getting nearly double digit rebounds. Rebounds, Okay. Keegan Murray, he's still kind of slumping, trying to come out of it. Keegan is guarding the best player. Harrison and rebounding. rebounding. Harrison isn't rebounding. Mm -mm. So if you want to say consistency, from a shooting standpoint, I hear you, 916, but rebounding doesn't slump. Mm-mm. No, it shouldn't. Okay, <laughs> rebounding Barkley, does not slump. You get two rebounds a quarter, you finish with eight. Right. That's, like, is, does that sound hard? Rebounding doesn't slump. <laughs> Getting to the cup doesn't slump. So that that I hear you on the shooting, but, but not besides that. Let's go to Doug, who wants to be a part of the conversation, 916-339-1140, Styles and Watkins. What's up, Doug? What you got for us? Gentlemen, I uh, really enjoy the show. You guys have great insights, and uh, and you talk a lot of sports, which is the best part. Thank, Thank you, Doug. Thank appreciate that. that. Doug. Yeah, Thank yeah, yeah. You. We're sending that to the bosses. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Now, now we'll get we'll get to the meat of the uh, <laughs> discussion on uh, on HB. Yeah, this is just me though, because I have a different perspective than than most and stuff. But um, I believe that when you start going in and counting touches, how many touches do you get? And are, are they in a position for you to be able to t- uh, take a shot? Or are you uh, spraying the ball out on a drive? Yeah. Or are you assisting somebody else and they make a pass and they get the assist? Okay, that's what, that's what happens. But when they, when they see him, either they're running a set or something, because I really don't know that part. If they're running a set, then where is he on the court and why did he have 33 in that first game? What happened in that game? Is that the anomaly? Because it sure as heck isn't the, uh, you know, what happens every every game. So I think that they don't target him enough. And for me, in all the years that I've been watching his career and stuff here in Sacramento and a little bit with the Warriors, that he is a great post-up guy and he can play high-low with Sabonis, but they don't run that. Yeah, like that's, hmm. that's what I would do to get him close to the basket. Defensively, uh, he is out there guarding guys that are out there launching shots. And one thing I know for sure, the further you are away from the basket, the less likely you're going to get a rebound. So that's that's in. It's not in defense. It's just a fact about what happens in basketball. Where are you at? So other than that, you have a great day. Thank you so much. No, thanks for the t- the call, Doug. That was great. Yeah, I I actually asked Mike Brown about this after one of the early games yeah. where Harrison, I think, only had about four field goal attempts. Mm-hmm. And Mike Brown says we don't like to force things to Doug's point of, hey, let's force feed anybody. I mean, they're really the only people that they force feed, quote unquote, would be Sabonis and yeah. De'Aaron. But yeah, 
they like their their flowing offense. They're not putting HB on the block to to kind of work and shoot over any guards or whoever might be on him. But you know, he still has opportunities. I would say, yeah, and and. When you look at the numbers, like we said, averaging 11 points, it would be nine points if you take away the 33, which I don't even want to do because he did score he did 33, right? He definitely did. We, he just hasn't gotten – he hasn't sniffed it since. I think that's the problem, right? He hasn't even been close. So I hear what you're saying, Doug. And then as far as the rebounds, I mean, he's not really guarding guards. Mm-hmm. So that's the one – thing I would kind of push back on. He's not guarding guards that are chuck. I know everybody chucks up threes right. nowadays, but I, I think that Harrison is in position to get more than 1.9 rebounds a game. No, does yeah. it, if a guard can, if I would assume if, if Kevin Herter can average way more rebounds, exactly. That, I feel who's, who's guarding guards and, and small forwards. Then I would imagine that Harrison Barnes should be in that position as well. But thank you, Doug, and thank you for that cut that Simone's cutting for us. We can use that. We're still making <laughs> intro to the show, that. so we're definitely using that. Nine one six on the text line says, "Who was guarding LeBron?" Which I would it assume HB. it was it HB. HB, and LeBron had yeah, LeBron had a pretty good day. <laughs> he had twenty eight points. A pretty decent day. Right? Twenty eight, ten, and ten. Yeah, so some light. If you were trying to slow down, it's better than LeBron scoring forty. Yeah. Right, so I, I, it's not about. Also, I have, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken, I believe I found the the touches number okay. from yesterday. Yeah, uh, HB 37 touches doesn't sound like a whole lot. I mean, you know, Malik Monk had 34, Keegan Murray had 39. So again, it, you know, these things fluctuate game to game, but it feels like one of those things. And also, HB did play eight more minutes than than Keegan. So I guess you could say maybe touches per minute isn't quite there to, uh, yeah, but to that Texas he, point, he, but. Yeah, but he shouldn't even be close to Keegan. Very fair. He shouldn't even right. be close to Keegan. Malik, sh- Malik and Keegan should have a significant more touches yes. than HB. Yes, I yes. think it's more, yeah, than, uh, yeah. I, I, I'm trying to, to to argue for HB here, but I I mean, I ultimately do believe that, yes, he does do a great job of being a ball mover, which is a lot better than having a fifth guy out there who's a ball stopper, mm-hmm. but it is sometimes, I keep saying it, but like HB has to have an ego at some point. He has to say, I am Harrison Barnes, a guy who has been touted for my talents He's not throughout my to. entire career. Let me take this Cam Reddish in front of me, and no. let me just have let me just have this possession. Let me just let me just take this because I believe I can I can make an easy bucket on this guy. I just need a little bit of ego. That's that's all I'm asking for. Styles and Watkins got to get to a break. When we get back. It's another one. Just asking a question, but mm. this isn't me this time. Mm. This is Chris Watkins. Yeah. It's his stage. Styles and Watkins, Sackdown Sports. Gentlemen, I uh, really enjoy the show. You guys have great insights, and uh, and you talk a lot of sports, which is the best part. 